The 22nd Bond movie, Quantum of Solace, would be the first in the series to directly follow the events of its predecessor. The film may not have received the same level of praise as Casino Royale, but it remains a thing of beauty. I'm Stephen Archibald, and welcome to my movie podcast. to you and welcome to They Came From Within Cult Movie Reviews The Avengers Quantum of Solace 2008 Quantum of Solace is a seriously stylish film with a terrific cast and some superb action set pieces and yet despite all this it didn't please everyone there exists in popular music that rather troubling term, the difficult second album, or second album syndrome, whereby an artist or band makes such a stunning debut album, they couldn't possibly hope to match it with the follow-up. Many of the critics, and a fair share of the fans, felt this way about Daniel Craig's second outing as James Bond. Quantum of Solace was directed by Mark Forster, a man whose previous works, such as Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, and Stranger Than Fiction, were firmly rooted in the art house tradition. This sensibility was, to a significant extent, applied to this movie, especially in terms of its often lush visuals, and it may well be that this approach alienated some viewers as did its title, which is basically a fancy way of saying a measure of comfort. Casino Royale ended with Bond capturing a slimy villain called Mr. White, who's played by the Danish actor Jesper Christensen. This movie kicks off shortly after that event had taken place, with Bond speeding from Lake Garda to Siena with Mr. White locked in the boot of his Aston Martin, whilst being shot at by assailants in other vehicles. It turns out White belongs to a criminal organisation called Quantum, who we will eventually learn has links to a bigger, even deadlier one. One of Quantum's leading members is a powerful businessman named Dominic Green, who's played by the smashing French actor Matthew Amalric, who was terrific in Julian Schnabel's The Diving Bell and The Butterfly. Green poses as an environmentalist, when all the while he wants to orchestrate a coup d'etat, which will place a corrupt general in control of Bolivia, and all because Green wants to exploit that country's natural resources, specifically its water supply. The despicable General Medrano murdered the family of Green's lover, 
Camille Montes when she was a girl. Camille will go on to form an alliance with Bond when they both go on the vengeance trail. Camille on behalf of her family and Bond on behalf of Vespa Lind. Camille's played by the sublimely beautiful Ukrainian actress Olga Kurilenko, who, before this movie, had appeared in a great French thriller called The Serpent, as well as in Hitman and Max Payne. The director Forster chose Olga from the 400 actresses who had auditioned for the part. Apparently, he was impressed by how calm she appeared. Gala Brand, who appeared in Ian Fleming's 1955 novel, Moonraker, was the only main Bond woman not to sleep with 007 on the printed page, whereas Olga's Camille Montes has the distinction of being the only main Bond woman not to sleep with him on the big screen. A delightful character Bond does have a romantic liaison with in Quantum of Solace is the MI6 agent Strawberry Fields, who's played by the lovely Gemma Arterton. Prior to this film, Gemma had stood out as a rather naughty schoolgirl in the 2007 reboot of Centrinians. She was selected from 1,500 actresses for the part of Agent Fields and was the recipient of an Empire Award for Best Newcomer for her efforts. Gemma's first day of filming was for that striking scene in which her corpse is found sprawled on a bed, covered head to toe in crude oil. The scene, of course, being a clever nod to Jill Masterson's demise in Goldfinger and also being meant as a visual metaphor for oil replacing gold as the most sought after commodity. Gemma was covered in a non-toxic paint. Understandably, she did not find it a particularly pleasant experience. The fine Italian actor Giancarlo Giannini portrayed Bond's ally René Matisse in both Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace are unusual in that neither Q nor Miss Moneypenny appear in them. We did have the great Judy Dench though, continue as M, appearing in Daniel Craig's Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace and Skyfall. Judy was the only person to continue in a role that was initiated during the Pierce Brosnan era. Mark Forster quite rightly pointed out that Judy's M character deserved to play a bigger part in the franchise. As a result, her role is more substantial here, as it would also be in Sam Mendes' Skyfall. Returning to Gemma Arterton for a moment, it's great to know that she modelled her performance on the Bond women and Avengers stars, on a Blackman and Diana Rigg. This movie wasn't just dangerous for the stunt crew, 
Poor Daniel had to receive a few stitches in his face, and he also lost the tip of one of his fingers, prompting him to joke that he could now have a criminal career. The Bond theme song, Another Way to Die, provided the series with its first music duet, being sung by Jack White of the White Stripes and the slinky soul singer Alicia Keys, a rock track that grows on you after a few listens. Daniel Craig had expressed that he did not want the word die to appear in the title of this movie, so it's deeply ironic that it does so. On the theme song, the late great Amy Winehouse had recorded a demo track for this film with the hip music producer Mark Ronson. However, around this time, poor Amy's life was in turmoil, so her continuing on the project wasn't possible. The movie's title was lifted from the Ian Fleming short story that appears in the anthology For Your Eyes Only from 1960. Co-producer Michael G. Wilson only picked it a few days before the title had to be announced, which was on the 24th of January 2008. Filming dates were quite extensive, kicking off on the 7th of August 2007 and finishing in May 2008. Much interior filming was done at Pinewood Studios. Roger Michel, who had directed Daniel Craig in Enduring Love, and Rachel Weiss in My Cousin Rachel, was the movie's original director. But he quit due to delays with the screenplay. It's said that Craig had suggested the German-born Mark Forster as his replacement. Quantum of Solace went on general release in the UK on the 31st of October 2008 and went on general release in America on the 14th of November that year. Its budget was somewhere between 200 and 230 million dollars and it made 589.6 million dollars at the box office. Personally, I love this film. I think it's far too beautiful to overlook. I'm Stephen Archibald, and thank you for listening to my podcast. They came from within cult movie reviews. All of my episodes are available from most podcast hosts. Please take care of yourself, and goodbye for now.